0: Brandon has this new phrase, he's he's telling people to stop being a liar and to stop lying to themselves, and L-I-E stands for lacking in execution. Right. So, if you look at your schedule, and your schedule stinks, and then you look at what you've just been doing for the last seven days, and it's not passing out thousands of cards and meeting people, then you're lacking in execution, and you're yes. basically self-sabotaging.
1: Yes, I just basically stole money from myself and my children.
0: Exactly. And the other thing is, is just relax and have fun. You definitely don't sound like this is very fun. You sound more (laughs) like you're in a hurry. You're in a hurry. You want to build this. You're worried about selling off a division of your company that doesn't even really have any momentum yet.
1: Right. Right. Well, I mean, I'm always a five-steps-ahead thinker.
0: That's right. I am, too. I am, too. But, you know, I have my friends and mentors pull me back to reality, and it's very helpful. I live in the future, Kent, I am a dreamer, I'm a visionary, and I just, I can see so clearly what this project will be like in the future, or what this business I want to start will become, And and I get so excited about it, but at the end of the day, there's like, there's some wood that has to be chopped today, that isn't sexy and isn't fun, but if I don't do it, that will never materialize in the future, you have a bunch of that type of wood we gotta chop. 10 out of 10 people die, so how about doing something today that actually matters while you still can?
1: Okay, so I, I install seamless gutters, do power washing, window cleaning, and uh, I will be, this is my first year, but I am, I am dabbling in Christmas lights this year.
0: Okay, and what, where are your sales at for the year?
1: uh ninety four thousand and i I didn't actually start collecting revenue until April,
0: okay, so you just became in business in April
1: uh I actually filed articles of incorporation back in November, but i was I ordered a trailer to put the gutter machine in and you know had to put everything in place but uh, that's you know that's when I actually started earning money in April,
0: okay. Alright, and I think I remember talking to you last time about this, how you've kind of had a couple different directions you could take your company and the seamless mm-hmm. gutters is more high ticket, but you know, there's more material costs and then you got pressure washing and then now you're interested in Christmas lights. Where do you <laughs> see where do you see this going in the future?
1: Um I'm gonna try to keep it you know, right here and uh, you know, of course I have discussed with the wife that you know, for each different process, you know, seamless gutters would have basically its own own little two-man crew, you know, and then power washing, window cleaning, all that stuff. I can divide that up, and eventually it wouldn't bother me to to start selling parts of it off after I have developed systems and can prove to somebody, hey, this is a viable company. I just want to sell this part of it.
0: So you want to build all these simultaneously for now. I,
1: right now, I don't have a choice. This is what I'm doing to make a living, you know, to get by, basically. Mm-hmm. So,
0: Where do you, you get know, most of your work, and what's your biggest source of revenue so far this year?
1: It has been gutters. Been doing gutters and gutter covers. And because they're such high-ticket items, that's my biggest source of revenue
0: Are they all coming from one referral source, or how are you finding these jobs?
1: Yes, Home Advisor.
0: Okay, Home Advisor. Okay, so people request a quote on new gutters, and you go Mm -hmm. quote it, and you get a percentage of those to close, right? Right. All right. Are you doing any other type of marketing or networking or any kind of proactive thing to drive business?
1: Not yet. Right now, uh, uh, I had downloaded. Some of the Facebook ads from the uh p w r a and uh, my brother was editing those so I could start running some facebook ads uh, and uh i am I am trying to get some e d d m postcards you know about gutter cleaning and and things like that being this is the time of the year that people are looking for that, yeah, you know. Hey.
0: But you so, haven't done any of those yet. You're just no. kind of reactively surviving and hoping the phone rings or hoping you get a yep. home advisor notification, right? Right. Okay, and can you tell me about the market that you're in, the zip codes that you service, and you know, what's the area like, how big of an area is it, what what type of upside is there in the area that you're working?
1: Yeah, I don't... My my area is really rural. The The town's that my zip code covers is probably 9,000 people. And then the next closest town of any size is roughly twenty twenty five thousand, 25,000, you know, but it has a trading area a little bit larger because that's that's the only place you can go to get anything, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh I am in far western Kentucky where the Ohio and the R- Mississippi River meet, you know. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Um,
0: but th- there's no. Is there. Is there affluent areas in the 25,000 person town or the 9,000 oh yes. person town? Yeah. Yes. Some
1: money. Yeah. Well, I actually ordered because of one of the gentlemen from uh, the Crystal Light places suggested that uh, I target people with a uh, a home value of 350,000 and an annual income of 150,000. So I ordered a mailing list. Of those people, and there were only 219 people on that list.
0: That was for the larger town?
1: Well, that was within 30 miles of where I'm at, period. There's only 219 okay. people. Now, at the same time, I ordered a list because I have been finding out that my best customer happens to be grandmothers. I do very well with them. So I ordered... uh a mailing list of homeowners that, uh, that, uh, make $40,000 a year or more and are retired. And the reason why I did that is because I figured they're retired. If they have an income of $40,000 a year for around here, for somebody who's not working and is just retired, that's a fairly decent income, you know. So that's what I ordered because those people will pay, you know, to have their gutters cleaned out, and a lot of the women will pay to have their windows washed. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: anyway, okay. that's... All right. That's now, those
0: are, good. those are good steps. I mean, trying to figure out what's going on and get some data, that's very important stuff. Uh, let me ask you this. You know, what is your current biggest pain point? You know, how can I serve you at the highest level? What is the most frustrating thing? What do you think is broken... And the most important thing that's broken right now.
1: Well I guess I am I feel like I am spending too much money for the return at home advisor. So that's why I I dock, you know, send Jim so that I could start putting in place a way to remarket to those those neighborhoods that I was just in, you know, and that's why I ordered these mailing lists so that I could EDDM people and put out Facebook ads trying to target that demographic, you know, so that way I could, you know, as far as what you could help me with, you know, right now I, I hadn't really thought about, hey, what could Josh do for me? You know, because I've got the automate gross sale. You know, I'm trying to go through that. And then uh, the sales and marketing super course, I haven't even really started that. I've taken a couple of look at the videos. But anyway, uh, I have Service Monster as a CRM. And I have Response Bid. You know. So basically, I'm trying to put together all of the pieces of the puzzle for a good foundation and learn all of these things before I move forward.
0: Right. Do you have, uh, are you in like financial panic mode at the moment? Do you have money in the bank? Do you have the luxury of uh, just learning and putting the pieces together? Or do we need to go make some sales as fast as possible?
1: Yeah, I need to make some sales as fast as possible.
0: A lot of the stuff that I'm hearing you say, it's all good stuff. It's just kind of like a level two and three stuff. And I just mm-hmm. haven't heard you say any of the real level one stuff that you have in place first, like networking, being members of the chamber, uh, door knocking, you know, yeah. literally boots on the ground, and handing out, uh, you know, pr- we call it a preemptive bid where you just you, hand, you pass out these little postcards with a price on it to wash their house or to hang their Christmas lights or whatever. Right. And you do thousands of them by hand. It's extremely inexpensive and very effective to do it. These are really the things for a company your size to kind of lay the groundwork to get some sort of predictable phone call generating system going. Right. So you know, if, if you're spending money on things like Facebook or uh, direct mail, if you're going to mess around with EDDM mm-hmm. or even Send Jim, um, those are tools that you have to spend, you have to test and measure. You got to have the luxury of having, you know, time to figure it out, which you don't have. We need a result really quickly. And with EDDM, you know, don't even do EDDM unless you have the capital to do it, you know, every three to four weeks for several months in a row. Like you, It's like a year-long strategy. It's not a one-off. Right. You could, you could get a result. You could get lucky, um, but it's risky. Like, if I was your yeah. business partner, I wouldn't spend money on something like that unless I could, could commit to it for several months in a row, just over and over and over, because you'll get more... Uh, customers on your third and fourth and fifth mailers a lot of times than you will on your first.
1: Okay. And so
0: that's, that's where people mess that up. But Facebook, Facebook can totally work. It just depends on the offer and the creative that you use. The creative just means either the image you use or the video you use. Um, mm-hmm. If you're going to do Facebook, it, it can be pretty inexpensive to do it, but you want to be very specific on what you're offering. So you don't you don't run a Facebook ad that says, we do gutters and power washing and Christmas lights. Call it today. Right. Instead, you run an ad that, that shows you washing a greenhouse and turning it clean. And it's really short and it's really cool. And it says, you know, house washing falls special for, th- for, you know, Huffington City, Kentucky residents only. Click here to get your coupon, Or It's very targeted on one service, right? Right. Uh, so those things can all work, but you either usually have time or you have money. Right. Usually <laughs> it's one or the other. Yeah. When you're really busy and you're hiring and you're doing crazy stuff and the phone's ringing off the hook, you have money. But you don't have time. Right now you have time, but you don't have money. So right. we need to invest your time, your, your actual time into sales. Right. For example, if I told you that I would give you a million dollars cash, I will pay the taxes on it. I will deposit a million dollars into your checking account if you can if you can uh, successfully complete this challenge. And here's the challenge: in the next seven days, you have to go find three thousand dollars worth of power washing customers. And you're not allowed to spend money to do it. You can only use your your vehicle and your feet and your hands and your mouth and your personality. If you had to accomplish that outcome. Mm-hmm. what do you think the chances are that you would find a way to go get $3,000 worth of power washing or else you'd lose a million dollars?
1: Yeah, I'd make it happen.
0: Exactly. You'd have it done by the end of the day. Right. You'd have it done by tomorrow at lunch. I mean, you'd be a madman if you didn't do it. But what what's missing, in, you know, in the brief time I've known you, what, I've, what I'm feeling in my gut is missing is that sense of urgency coupled with, Bog marketing, boots on the ground marketing. That's that's got to be the place it starts. You don't stay there forever, right? That's okay. where you generate some momentum. You get some wins. You start learning a lot more about your the market you serve. You're going into different neighborhoods. You're meeting people. You're talking to homeowners. You're being a nice guy. It's not it's not how you're going to build a ten million dollar business, but it is how you're going to get an extra ten grand this month in the door and it is how you're going to learn more about your customer and refine your sales process, right? Right. Um, It's important. And the only people that skip that process are people that have a whole bunch of capital, and then they have the luxury to just buy their way through the business growth. You know, they just hire people, they do massive paid marketing. You don't really have that luxury right now, right? Right. The good news is, though, is that what I'm talking about always works. It's a hundred percent success rate. It's a guaranteed way for you to get money and to create momentum and to begin building a business. It's a hundred percent. It's just that okay. people don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't seem that fun, right?
1: Well, I mean, I've I've knocked before and hung out, you know, door tags and stuff like that from you know previous employers. That doesn't bother me.
0: Oh, that's great! And you have an unfair advantage because it terrifies most people. Right. Um, well, I can't say it's is, my
1: favorite thing in the world to do, but I'll do it. I mean, i got two kids. I'm going to feed them. and If that's what you yeah. say I need to do, that's what I'll do.
0: We need to create a lever. And what I mean by a lever, you'll hear me talk about it in the super course and stuff, but we need a really inexpensive, simple way to know we can get five customers this week or seven customers next week. And Fine. we got to start with the, the basics. Until you get really good at that, and then you're going to have some money, and then we start dabbling with other things. And actually, it was funny when you said you were doing, uh, you're doing you're doing seamless gutters and all of your work's coming from one source. And then you got mm-hmm. you know, then you said you're going to dabble with Christmas lights. That mm-hmm. made me cringe. That word makes me cringe, you know, because yeah. you don't, we don't want to dabble with anything. We want to pick something, go really deep on it, and focus on it, and create momentum around it. Right, And it's really hard to do it, not impossible, but hard to do when you're kind of going in three directions. Okay. You know?
1: Yeah. So basically what you're saying is pick one thing, focus on it, and go out and knock doors and sell that service.
0: Exactly right. And we can change what we focus on, you know, based on the time of year. Yeah. right now, people need their house washed and their gutters cleaned. And yep. then, you know, Christmas lights could get into the mix, I guess. But yes. I, would, I would lead with the one thing that's your highest and best chance of getting money. Right. Focus on that. After you're doing their work for the people, then you try to upsell them on the Christmas lights. Right. But right. You try to sell them a bunch of stuff. It just creates confusion. Um, and I just don't think it's necessary. Simplicity is the path. you got to right. be really right. careful getting all complicated when you're really small and doing everything yourself. It's right. going to burn, you'll burn yourself out.
1: Okay.
0: You know, for example, um, one of the ways we built this whole foundation of my company was with these little 4 by 6 postcards. Mm-hmm. And they're very, very, very simple cards. And it had an expiration date on it that we hand wrote. And it just listed our services. It said window cleaning and then it had a blank line. Pressure cleaning and it had a blank line. It said house, you know, roof cleaning and a blank line. And we right. just handwrite a, a quick price as we briefly looked at the house from the street. Stick it on their door, or stick it on their like mailbox or their paper box, and just go to the next one. We would do twenty thousand at a time of these things. Right. And, uh, those were extremely reliable and predictable, but you got to get enough of them out. So, for right. example, for every thousand we would put out, we would book ten jobs. Okay. And those 10 jobs were worth about $450 a piece to us. So we knew that every 1,000 cards, when we hand them out to the right types of homes, not just anybody, but the right targeted, right types of nice neighborhoods, mm-hmm. when we handed those out, every card was worth $4.50 in revenue to my company. Right. Postcards only cost $0.04 cents plus your time putting them out. Yeah. So um, it was like you got to look at it that way. But where people screw it up is they'll go do a couple hundred, they won't get a call, and then they'll give up. You gotta do like fifteen hundred a week for the rest of your life. So you have so much money you can make someone else do it. Like, you gotta do thousands of them. Okay. But what'll happen is you'll start getting momentum because people will take those cards, they'll stick them on their fridge, they'll call you in the spring, they will keep them, but we gotta get a lot out. But that's what I mean when I say create a lever. A lever means I'm gonna spend. You know, with labor and everything, we would be spending about $0.25 cents a card, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but we were getting $4.50 in revenue from the card, right? right. yeah. I think we might have spent $0.40 cents a card, actually. I can't remember, but it was like, will you give me $0.40 cents if I give you $4.50? Absolutely. That's a lever, because I can I can say, all right, I have this many employees. I need to do 100000 in revenue this month. We only have 60,000 books. There's a forty thousand dollar gap. Our average ticket's five hundred dollars. So I know that forty thousand equals eighty customers, right? I right. know that eighty customers is a result of eight thousand postcards to the right neighborhoods, right? Right. And now you can reverse engineer it. Yeah. Okay. And it's it's simple. I mean, it takes a little bit of math, and you got to measure a couple things, but it's it works. Okay. And even if it works at 50% for you that it did for us, it still works. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, we also got to make sure that we clearly define your goals and, like, what you're trying to do personally. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you're talking about building the company up selling off chunks of it, um, that's awesome. I would call that, like, a a vision or a mission. Mm -hmm. That's not something that we would make a goal. Because it's way too far out and we can't like get our arms around that right now. Instead, we want to focus on what are called sprints. We want to have little bite sized attainable things that push you but hold yourself accountable to, uh, in the Mm -hmm. short term. So, one of the, one of my friends that has built really, really big companies, he has different words for different types of goals. So, he has like his, uh, his target would be like a 90-day goal. And his uh, focus would be a seven-day goal. And his intention would be the daily goal. And this is a really, really important thing if you haven't been in the habit of doing that. Right. Right. For example, let's talk about uh, the month of October because it's almost here. Mm -hmm. What is our desirable outcome for the month of October? What What would be a good, realistic but a very happy outcome in terms of how much money you brought in in the month of October. What, what would be great?
1: $20,000.
0: Okay. And do you, is this time of year uh, still hot for seamless gutters, or does it slow down now?
1: No, it's, it's starting to pick back up because it's starting to rain. <clears throat> People don't think about their gutters being messed up until it starts raining.
0: Okay. All right. So realistically, very conservatively, how much... Revenue do you think you'll get from seamless gutters without it really any extra effort just from the home advisor as you do it now?
1: I would say at least 5000
0: Okay. All right. Cool. So we're going we're gonna to know we're going to have 5000 coming there. When it comes mm-hmm. to gutter cleaning and power washing, what do you think you're going to do without any extra effort, just on word of mouth and what you're doing now, with those services in the month of October?
1: Uh, probably 1500
0: Okay. So not much right dollars so what we what we got to do now is we're going to figure out how to close the gap on the difference between 20,000 and 5, right which yeah. is 135 right right what's your average job size for gutter cleaning uh,
1: uh average is probably
0: $200 okay and what about for power washing
1: power washing 3
0: 300 mhm okay Alright. So let's say our average is two fifty a job. We want to close the gap at thirteen five. We need to get fifty four clients. Right? Yes. Fifty four clients. I'm gonna even use a more conservative looking rate. So we need to get about seventy five hundred cards out. Okay? In the month right. of October. Right. So if, if you look at 7,500 of these cards, that's about 18 or 1,900 a week. That, that's a lot. That is a lot. Right. So, you know, if you're really huffing it, uh, if you're really crushing it, you can probably pass out three to 500 a day by yourself without right. any help. Yeah. So that's like three, four days a week worth of, you know, fog marketing, boots in the ground marketing. But that that's just an example of how you would give yourself an extremely realistic chance at actually hitting that target. Okay. But if we don't get ahead of it and we don't do the math like we're doing right now, if we don't set the goal, okay, we're going to do 20 grand. If you're not measuring it every day, all right, how much do I have scheduled? Okay, how many cards do I get to out, get out today? If you're not looking at the neighborhoods and plotting out your time and going and doing it, it's highly unlikely that you're going to achieve it. Right. Right. Instead, you'll sit there and get stressed out and watch the super course and get inspired, but then you'll get stressed out again when you look at your schedule because nothing's happening, right? Right. Okay. Um, So these courses are amazing. You just want, like right now at the end of the year, it's kind of crunch time. We need more action, less education, and then going into the winter – you're going to learn so much stuff through these courses, it's going to be unbelievable. And you can start applying pieces of it to your business, all the stuff that makes sense. Um, I would just end the year with a bang. And Now, do you have any helpers that help you with any of your jobs? Yes. Okay. And how do you pay them? Hourly? Yes. All right. Because they can help you with these cards as well. Right. Uh, it's a lot, a lot more fun to divide and conquer type of thing. So it'd right. be okay if you spent a little bit of labor money to have, you know, someone do half of them and you do half of them. Right. Um, right. But I think that's as simple as it sounds. I think that's a really good plan for you right now. Okay. And okay. To, to circle back um, to Home Advisor, you said you feel like you're not getting a good return on your money spent with Home Advisor. Can we talk mm-hmm. about that for a minute? Sure. Because the phrase feel like isn't the right kind of language you want to be looking at. What we need to figure out is the actual data. You know, how much are you actually spending and what did you get in revenue and all that kind of stuff. Do you have, have you tracked any of that?
1: Well, I mean, it shows up on a monthly report for QuickBooks and I spend roughly five to $600 a
0: month on, on HomeAdvisor. All right. And what type of revenue do you bring in from
1: that? Uh, from Home Advisor. If I let's see, April, May, June, July, August, September—that's six months. I'd say I probably, I'm probably doing about ten grand,
0: roughly, a month. Yes. So you're spending five to six percent of your revenue on Home Advisor. Mm Mm-hmm. That's really good.
1: Okay. Well, I guess the. The thing that I was I'm looking at from my end is that uh, I get a bunch of leads and and you know follow up with them whatever and never ever get a phone call back. So it's almost like I'm spending money for nothing. I know it it averages out, but when you're sitting there, you know. Well,
0: they sell that lead to a whole bunch of companies. Yeah. It's really important that you are extremely quick to get on the phone with them, like immediately. when right. hopefully you're doing that. Yeah. I mean, you, you get a notification, you're instantaneously calling that customer. And even when you do that, you're going to get only a portion of them because there's a lot of tire kickers and people that aren't serious. Sometimes there's other competitors putting in stuff so that you call them, and stuff. Yeah. that's just kind of the nature of lead generation companies like Home Advisor or. I don't know. There's a bunch of different ones. Yeah. Um, but if the numbers are working for you, then mm-hmm. keep doing it. Now, let me ask you this: Is there a way that you can um, increase your spend with them and get more leads, or are you taking everything that they have available?
1: Right no, now? I can. I can increase my spend.
0: So I know you have cost of goods when you do gutters because you got to buy all the aluminum and stuff. What? Right. Do you you understand kind of what your margins are on an average gutter job?
1: Uh, Yeah, basically what I do is I take the materials and I mark it up three times. Whatever I'm spending on materials, I mark it up three times. And then I have a separate little section of my Excel spreadsheet that takes, you know, my hourly pay, a helper's hourly pay, plus something that goes back to the company, which is 15% of the gross, And I subtract all of that from what I am, what I'm proposing to bid to the customer, which is three times my spend on materials. Okay? Whenever I subtract, when I subtract my cost from what I intend to bid, if I don't have a $250 profit margin, then I'll mark up what I'm going to quote that customer so that I know that after I after the company gets paid, and you know I get paid, helper gets paid, and all that stuff, I'm making at least two hundred fifty dollars that day.
0: In your labor, or in the company profit, or in company the profit. Addition to so two hundred fifty dollars would be fifteen percent of whatever you're is for the day. No sir,
1: no sir. Let's say, for instance, I was going to bid the job at three thousand dollars. Okay. I take 15% of the $3000 that goes back to the company. Okay. okay. Then I I take my hourly wage and regardless of whether I'm on that job 4 hours or 2 hours, I bill it at 8 hours because it it almost rings a day, you know, getting there, getting set up, doing the job, tearing down. Other than What
0: what's your hourly rate that you use for that calculation? Or-
1: m- Mine is
0: $15. Okay. Got it. Okay.
1: Then my helper gets paid $10 an hour, okay? Okay. So I take my hourly rate, I take his hourly rate, and I multiply them by 1.5, and that is what I figure my true cost of hourly pay is. Because you have taxes and all Yes, Yep,
0: that I love it. No, this is all very, very good that you're doing this. Okay. So I'm doing the math as we're going. We're down to 2250 mm-hmm. left mm-hmm. out of the 3000
1: Okay. Then I take whatever the lead cost me, which is on average about 35 bucks, is what I'm figuring. And then the fuel cost. And it's, I, I normally pick that at about $50. Okay. So another All 85 right. with the lead and the fuel?
0: Right. Okay. All right.
1: So I take those, I add them up, and I subtract them from that $3,000. Okay. If I come out with less than a two hundred and fifty dollar profit margin, then I mark up the three thousand dollars to ensure that after everything is paid for, there's still two hundred fifty dollars to go to the bank.
0: Okay, that's that's all. That's all good. It's just that when you say profit margin mm-hmm. and you treat that differently than the fifteen percent that goes quote unquote to the company, right? It's, it's really the same thing. To me, yeah. you can you can do it the way you're doing it. it does, it's totally fine. That's just uh-huh. what confused me. Okay. You basically, have two profit margins. You have your profit margin that you think off the top, and then you have the $250 a day that you want to make. So, on a $3,000 gutter job, what do you think the material cost would be for that?
1: Oh, uh, right at probably a thousand dollars because okay. I'm marking it up three times. The,
0: the example would just can you do a $3,000 gutter job in one day? Yes. Okay, well, yeah, that's super profitable because I was I was down to twenty one hundred bucks left, and minus off the material cost, and you're making eleven hundred bucks. And would that mm-hmm. be pretty typical sometimes?
1: Yes. Now here's here's the fifteen percent that I say is going back to the company. Originally, my idea was, is my wife is the company; she owns seventy percent of it, and I want her to be involved in this too. But right now, she is she has a steady income and she has insurance on on her and the kids and, and me too. Okay?
0: Uh-huh.
1: So I'm trying to break the the bond of security that she has because she's scared to be involved. You know, of course when she gets home she's got the kids to deal with. Oh she's got a, you know, she's got a full time job. You know? Yeah. Okay. So the fifteen percent would be to go back to pay her, you know, that Have was you my been doing this thought. the whole year? And yes. is
0: that money sitting in the bank? No.
1: <laughs> no. I, I mean is, it gets eat up here and there.
0: You know, okay. It, are I mean, you eating a, it up on investments and equipment and education yes. and things like that?
1: Yes, for you know, of course, yeah. I mean I got you know, gym and then, you know, the surf course and automate gross, all that stuff. I'm that I told you I'm trying to build yeah. all the little foundation, put systems in place while I'm um, I'm a nobody. That way it's there whenever I grow, you know what I mean? But yesterday, I had I had, had a fellow quote putting signs on my pressure washer trailer. It was $868. Called the guy, he said, he called me up and said, hey, man, i done with your trailer. I said, great, I'll be there in the morning and pick it up. What do I owe you? That $868 turned into $1,700, and there was nothing I could do about it. He said, that was per side. But he never said per side.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that's unethical.
1: <laughs> no, you, yeah, absolutely. But he's got, he's got my source of living. You know, so I mean, I, I got a pain. So that's what I did. You know, and I'm, I'm trying to constantly put something back into, you know, basically growing the equipment and things like that so that.
0: Well, let me ask you this. hmm A C- couple of thoughts. Sure. With all the equipment and the setup that you currently have, what is your current capacity in annual income? If you didn't buy any more stuff, but you were busy at capacity, how much revenue could the business produce?
1: Well, if uh, well, I mean that's yeah,
0: that's a good question. Can you do twenty thousand dollars a month, and it's not a big deal? I, I
1: probably could, yeah.
0: Okay, so you can do north of two hundred grand a, a year with what yes. you have. Okay. Yeah. So we don't, like, part of me feels like you're over-complicating your business that's really, really small. Mm-hmm. And you're doing it for the right reasons because you're, you're, you're scared. You want your wife to be on board. You want to systemize it. You want to do this right. You don't want to screw it up. You're freaked out. I totally get it. But you don't need to get certain levels of complexity yet when you just need momentum. What you really need, Kent, is momentum. You need right. confidence. You need to feel like you're winning, and, yes. the, and the basic way to do that to start off with is through fundamental, foundational, very simple things like networking, meeting the, the, the mayor of the town, joining the chamber, meeting people, buying them lunch, talking to property managers, talking to builders, taking them to lunch, figuring out a way to be fun, charismatic, nice guy, Kent, and just start now on building the relationships. Your business is going to grow because of relationships. Every customer you have is one little relationship that's like a seed, and it will grow. So we need tons of relationships. You have to be shaking hands and kissing babies and meeting people. You have to be engaging with the communities you want to serve. That's how you create momentum. And it okay. doesn't cost money. It just takes focused effort. And and, and it's not easy, okay? Like when we hang up this call, you're going to be sitting there going, "Oh gosh, okay, what do I do? And then you're going to work really hard in October, and you're going to do a bunch of cards, and it won't work perfect, and you'll be all frustrated, and, and then you'll do it again, and it will kind of be working, but you're going to make progress. And then as right. we refine things, and as you learn, it feels like an eternity for the few months you're doing this, and then mm-hmm. when you look back, it feels like two seconds, and you have a bunch of customers, people are calling you, they're they're starting to call back in the spring, but we got to get that initial momentum going. Right now, mm-hmm. everything about your business is reactive, reactive right. instead of proactive. That's the biggest right. switch that I hope flips in your head, is you need right. to be 90% proactive. If For every home advisor lead you get, you need to be getting three on your own. You need to be just, just quoting stuff and meeting people and laughing with people. And, and you don't have to worry about failing, because you can't fail if you do what I'm talking about consistently. Is yes. to the near future. You can't. It's impossible. Okay? It's impossible. Okay. The okay. only way that you fail is if you don't actually do it or you do it for a little while and stop and then make some uh, tell yourself a story on how, well, I, I guess my market's different or I guess it doesn't work here. All that stuff's yes. fake. That's not true. Right. You know, are you familiar with Brandon Vaughn? Yes. Okay. If me and Brandon Vaughn showed up in your town, Mm-hmm. And we offered the same services as you. Yes. And we had the same amount of money in the bank as you. Do you think we'd have the same results as you, or different results?
1: No, you'd have different results.
0: And there's no difference other than we have a lot of confidence because we've already done it. We we have certainty in the in the plan. We would just go beast mode. We'd have fun. We would we would just take over. We would become a nightmare, right? Right. And the way we would do it is by doing exactly what I just said for you to do, okay, you go get the money, then you start dabbling with Facebook ads and e d b m and all this stuff that could really wreck you financially going into the end of the year if it doesn't work
1: okay okay
0: I mean that would, that would be pretty depressing to spend three four grand on some marketing that doesn't really convert, and maybe you learn some stuff, but the money's gone, winter's here now what right. Right. Yeah, okay. Don't don't buy any more equipment. Don't buy any more anything. You have everything you need. You have the software you need. You have the education you need for the next year plus. You don't have to do anything. Just create momentum so you can put your confidence. Right.
1: Okay.
0: There's also probably some other seamless gutter companies that maybe are that are established, that are really mm-hmm. busy, and sometimes, you know, the economy is crushing right now. I don't know if you noticed, but, like, things are doing really good in general. Right. In, in the United States, every area is a little different, but... Yeah, you know, I'm starting to see are, houses being built. Contractors are busy. Right. And you need to have relationships with these people because they'll get a little job and say that they don't want to deal with, and they'll flip it to you, and you can pay them a little kicker and just build it into the price you get 10 of right. those relationships and you create momentum right okay make an excel spreadsheet with the name phone number and email of all the seamless gutter companies in your area the owner's mm-hmm. name all the general contractors and just make an effort to stay in front of them and to say hi and to show them that you're competent and that you're a nice guy and that you're a man of your word and that you're trustworthy and just start doing that and build a plan to touch them every few weeks and just check in with all of them.
1: Right, okay.
0: And in the meantime, you're just passing out cards in all these prestigious neighborhoods and meeting people, and you're doing thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of them. And then when you get home at night, you're making these calls to these builders. You're asking them to go to lunch the next day or whatever. Okay. Okay, I
1: mean, I'll do what
0: you say. You're going to win. I, I, it's really easy to tell when I talk to people um, kind of who's gonna make it <laughs> who's not. Right. It makes me sad because sometimes people just have so much mental baggage and it's gonna be really hard, but I just don't I don't get that feeling with you at all at all. Right. I think you're very focused, you're doing all this stuff. you you're not scared to invest in yourself. That's the right type of mentality. but now we're gonna like simplify we're gonna slow down in spending. So we're going to execute on the basic stuff.
1: Okay.
0: Brandon has this this new phrase, he's telling people to stop being a liar and to stop lying to themselves, and LIE stands for lacking in execution. Right. So if you look at your schedule, and your schedule stinks, and then you look at what you've just been doing for the last seven days, and it's not passing out thousands of cards and meeting people, then you're lacking in execution and you're basically self-sabotaging.
1: Yes, I just basically stole money for myself and my children.
0: Exactly. And the other thing is, is just relax and have fun. You definitely don't sound like this is very fun. You sound more like (laughs) you're in a hurry. You're in a hurry. You want to build this. You're worried about selling off a division of your company that doesn't even really have any momentum
1: yet. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I'm always a five-steps-ahead thinker.
0: That's right. You know, okay. I am too. I am too. But you know, I have my friends and mentors pull me back to reality, and it's very helpful. Right. I live in the future, Kent. I am a dreamer. I'm a visionary, and I just I can see so clearly what this project will be like in the future, or what this business I want to start will become, and I and I get so excited about it. But at the end of the day, there's like there's some wood that has to be chopped today that isn't sexy and isn't fun. But if I don't do it. That will never materialize in the future. You right. have a bunch of that
1: type of wood we got to chop. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, I mean, this, this was a phone call that I needed. You know, and I know that, you know, when I had this discussion with my wife, this is what she's telling me. It's just coming out differently, you know, of hey, stop buying equipment and go hit the bricks.
0: Well, and yeah. the reason why is because you don't have certainty on your next steps. And so right. you're kind of guessing, and it's really stressful. I don't have certainty on my next steps with my software company. When I want to take it from $2 million to 5000000 million, I'm kind of like grasping at straws a little because I haven't done that before with a software company. But when it, with, with something you've already done, you have certainty. So the main difference between me and you with this is I have certainty that this is the path. Mm-hmm. Now you can borrow my certainty